0: Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast.
1: We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If
0: you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited
1: you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello. Welcome back to late episode 33. The one where we go with the flow.
0: Oh, <laughs> I guess it could also be called the one where we wonder if we could buy patience like with cash money.
1: Yeah. But cash money is kind of on the low side. <laughs> the
0: one where we wonder why we got married during harvest.
1: Hey, that's yeah. me. Hey, that's me too. <laughs> oh, Lord. oh gosh. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm staying afloat. I feel like the last so I'm not going to lie. Whitney and I just spent like the last five minutes,
0: like t- talking to each other about our problems. So we are now fully vented we have and we have nothing but positivity.
1: <laughs> but if you are struggling out there in this world, we feel you. Yeah. Life, farm life, bookkeeping but, life. Cause that's bookkeeping life. Gosh, dang. <laughs> We've had struggles in the office, so if you feel us, you feel us. If you don't, that's okay, too. Like, even if you're not a
0: farm wife and you do book work of any kind, particularly for, like, a farming operation where there's no, like, writer rhyme or reason about a lot of it, um, you are a rock star. And I'm not t- patting Whitney and I on the back because some days we really suck at our jobs, but it is not an easy job. It is no. not. It is not a – um, I guess it's not like, I don't want to say not a grateful job, but what am I looking for? Like, well, I think people, think some people are under, like, oh, that's under all you do. <laughs> oh yeah. Or like an underappreciated job. Like God bless our husbands, but
1: yeah. Maybe hey, Jordan last a day in the office. <laughs> yeah. For real. Okay. Should we give a review before we get started? Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Our review is from Steph Kip very relatable. I've listened to all the episodes the last couple of weeks while driving around scouting fields. Kind of sad. I'm finally caught up. Thank you for being real and giving us women in ag something to relate someone to relate to. It's comforting knowing we're not the only ones who have loans for life. Yeah. I actually just met with my banker and got a full list of my loans for life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just updated ours too. Oh, that's
0: okay. So let's recap our lives in the last two weeks. For the record, Whitney and I, and we talk about this every time, we have really good intentions with life. We really do. We got off the podcast late last time on episode 32 and said, Hey, let's record next week, five days early so that we can be on time. And here we are. So
1: yeah, only two days late, but Hey, you're still going to get it friends. I actually had a girl message me and she's like, uh, uh, you're loyal listeners. We will just wait until you get it out. I'm like, God bless ya. No Thank you. No kidding. Uh, recap here. We had the weirdest weather ever. So no doubt. Sunday, there was our little rodeo for our hometown. It was 104. Ugh. Fast forward two days later on Tuesday, the wind chill was 19 degrees and there was snow on my pickup. Yeah. Welcome to Kansas.
0: <laughs> well, and you guys don't have the, Do you have the humidity like we do or do you not?
1: None. No humidity.
0: I'm not saying 104 without humidity is not hot. If it were 104 here, you would literally melt the bottoms of your shoes off because it would be so stinking hot with humidity. Like you wouldn't even be able to breathe outside.
1: I'm pretty sure like maybe 85 or 90 for you is probably 104 for us.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Like it's just a difference in humidity levels.
1: It's miserable. So we went from our corn was frying to then it needed a coat. And not today, it's not sure what's going to happen.
0: Right. Will it blow over?
1: Yeah, it's looking bad. But I think I say that every podcast, <laughs> this growing season. Yeah.
0: I feel like there's always something to complain about if you're a farmer. So for you this year, it's corn.
1: Yep. Bad growing season, but we're looking to the future and ready for harvest to get over with and start again.
0: Yeah, don't wish it away though because we did that in 19 and really 20 hasn't been a real peach for us.
1: So, true. True. But I'm looking forward not behind me.
0: <laughs> right, like right. We're we're just going to live it. We're going to enjoy what we can of 2020. Right, right. Um, we've been I had a really hard time figuring out what I've done in the last couple of weeks because I feel like I've been so incredibly busy, just like everyone feels like they are this time of year and I don't even have kids in school yet. Just yeah. The normal. Like we've been back to t- doing lots and lots of meetings. Um, we've been gearing up for harvest. We're putting in this program called Conservice. And we've just been really working on that program interface online. Um, and we were going to start harvest like today, really, but we got an inch of rain midweek. We're supposed to see another inch of rain tomorrow. Um, Cause you know, over here in the wetlands, <laughs>
1: You we get rain all the time. Do you
0: have tracks on your combine. We have front tracks. Yes.
1: Okay. I couldn't remember when we were yep. on there. If we, if yes, if I saw them on there or not.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't run the combine or anything about it, but I know that the guys really like it because it doesn't compact the ground as much. Does that sound right?
1: Yeah. Well, you're always wet when you harvest, isn't it? There's I'm like mud. You're
0: not, we are, but we're not like, we're not generally, I would not say we're traditionally a wet area. It's just the last okay. two years have been wet.
1: I was going to say, maybe I just remember last year's harvest was muddy.
0: So we, we're, we're actually going to start next week because the ground, even though we've been getting in trains, it literally soaks it all up. Like yeah. I've been able to still mow my yard two days after an in train and that's unheard of in the spring. So that's, that's really been, um, rather nice for our late crop. We still have late corn and late beans. Filling out, so we're not mad about it. Right. Um, it's actually cooled off here, not to 19 degrees like it did in Kansas, but we have gotten a really nice, like 50s, 60s, and 70s. So it's been pleasant. And I just turned 23 weeks pregnant today, which is exciting. So we're trudging forward and we still don't have the name finalized yet. But you three. wrote it down to a couple. I've got like, yeah, two or three on my like high hitter list. Jordan keeps telling me, just name the kid. That's what he tells me. And I'm like, Jordan, I want your opinion.
1: We have to name him together. <laughs> right.
0: It is his forever name.
1: When we had Layton, we just had two names and it was the same thing. I had her and we decided like, maybe we'll just see her and we'll decide we want to name her. Well, we had her and I'm like, so what do you think? And he's like, you just pick like, it's whatever.
0: Right, don't care. <laughs> I'm going to call her whatever you tell me to call her
1: yeah i actually uh, the other name i had picked for her and we went with leighton so it's okay she fits leighton
0: do you do you want to say the other name or no
1: yeah it was spencer for a girl i love that oh,
0: that's cute i like that i like and, blake
1: and he liked Letty, a little girl letty like off fast and the furious
0: i wish you could have seen my face yeah if you're listening like it was not and I, I don't really care for that i'm glad she's late yeah
1: it was narrowed down to Spencer and Layton because I shot Letty down. I didn't think that was a very... Yeah. Like you
0: don't <laughs> you don't have to choose, but you don't get to choose that name. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's just some Maybe okay, we
0: should talk ahead. about what we came here for because we're just in the weeds. Yeah.
1: But first, we do need to pay tribute that today is 9-11. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it's been that long?
0: No, and every year I feel like it gets harder because you just get older and you... Like once you have kids, it's even harder, I think. Yeah, it's not so even my family, but
1: I saw a teacher friend post. Um, this will be the last year that any kids are in school that would have been around for nine eleven. She has a senior that was two weeks old. And she's like, think oh about God. that. So then the next or next year, nobody that was born during nine eleven will be in school.
0: Dude, that makes me feel really old. And I and I even felt I almost typed it this morning on Instagram and was like here I'm gonna age myself. Um, I was in the fifth grade.
1: I was a seventh grader. I remember
0: it. <laughs> and. And I feel like people would be like, oh my gosh, you were so young. But like, we knew, like we were in, we knew the impact of it to a a fifth grade capability. Mm -hmm. Every year we kept talking about it. And now as a mom and it just is devastating. And then like all of those clips are going around with like the 911 calls or the calls Mm -hmm. to their family. And I'm just like, (gasps) oh my gosh,
1: I don't really, unless they've talked about it at school, I'm going to ask my kids today if they really know what that means, because I don't know that they do. They're kind of at hard ages.
0: I did see something floating around and it was like a 9-11 for kids under 10 or something like that. And it was just like a high level. I didn't watch it, but it seemed more high level than like the fire, like just a lot of like deep stuff. I don't think the kids would have a ton of questions. So I might look that up because I I definitely want our kids to understand the severity of the situation and really how our country pivoted after that event.
1: I agree. Yeah. I'm going to look that up and see if I can find that for my kids too. So yeah, we're anyone who's lost someone related to someone, people that worked in it, the people fighting for our freedom now, still from that day. Right. We thank all of you. God bless all of you, and we think of you today.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, thank you. I think is the right. Yeah. Ugh. All the- So we we titled this episode. The one where we go with the flow or the one where we, we wonder why we got married during harvest. If we can buy patience, like whatever title comes out in the, in the front of this, we're going to talk about harvest season because while planting can be long on occasion, harvest is longer.
1: It is. And it's usually pretty stressful. Yes. On everyone, moms, kids, dads included.
0: If you haven't listened to episode six, if you're brand new here and you're like, oh, "I'll get to those early episodes someday," go back, listen to episode six—the one where we pre- prepare for extra grace, because we're talking about this. Whitney and I had never met. I mean, it's a good episode, but it
1: is. it's one of my favorite it, ones.
0: But we, um, it's it's a little bit, it's fluffier, right? So I feel like this episode we should, you know, kind of highlight the over. Things that are happening right now on our farms, but then also really talk about, like, okay, if you really are a farm wife and mom, like these are the nitty gritty things that are going to have to happen for you to get through with a smile on your face.
1: hmm For sure. So obviously, all the equipment's getting ready, or is already ready. The guys have been doing all that. Ours is ready, ready to pull out when they're done with silage. Your- We're so
0: close. They're they're grain. Bin- they're working on all their grain bins, just spraying for bugs and just getting them like fine tuned in.
1: So see, we're ready to rock.
0: We think we're ready.
1: Yeah, we're physically ready, but not. We said (laughs) this
0: in episodes. Right, we said this in episode six when we start. It's like, yes, look at what you've grown. And and Whitney, this is a hard year for you because your crop looks like dog turds out in the out in the the field. But um, we are stoked to harvest this year. We have a really decent crop. Um, I mean, it just it's fun to watch it grow when it's good and to harvest it and put it in the bin, not to mention just the level of stress that it adds, especially to like owners, really and employees too, but we're sitting here saying, okay, like, what are the logistics of all of these things? Like Jordan bless his heart. He's thinking about like, the combines that are going to be in the field and then how is that uh, grain cart going to fit both combines and then are we going to bag and if we do bag where are we bagging and then if that's the case do we need an extra truck driver uh, when do we need that do we need somebody in the scale house like that was meant to be a lot
1: because right. it is it's a right. lot to and, in our for. and in our area it's like and this is kind of debbie downer but this is our real life like this is what's happening a lot it's, of people are like "What is?" Do you
0: put a- Tractor in the field.
1: Yeah. What is my insurance going to pay out? What can I actually pick this for? At what price? And am I going to be able to pay all my bills by the end of the year?
0: Right. And you do that the whole year. You decide, like, am I going to put on fungicide or am I going to add water or am I going to do all of these extra things that cost money on top of the original cost? And um, the margins in farming are so crappy right now.
1: They are. It's hard, but we chose it. We are still choosing it.
0: Yes. Also what I mentioned by the tractor in the field, like I just think that um, if you're listening here and you don't know a lot about farming, farming is so much more than like planting a seed, letting it grow and putting a tractor out to like chop it down. It just really is. There's so much more to it. um, And I hope that we can provide some insight on that.
1: Right. So we had a, we're in our area there's so much insurance going through. I had a question the other day that I'll just answer here too because I think some people don't know. They asked, why do you leave some rows in the field? Well, around here, people are doing that because insurance has to come and adjust that. They have to, So basically what they come and do is, like our gal came and picked a wheelbarrow full of ears. She will then take all those out. You know, like She adjusts it. She guesses what the bushels will be well, we chopped one field and thank goodness we still had some in the field because Bart called and said, you need to come readjust this. Like it's not going to make what you said it is. And she came Mm -hmm. back and sure enough, it was 30 bushels lower than what
0: Uh. she initially
1: adjusted. So you leave those kind of as a, I don't know, safety net that you can have that rechecked. And so that's why people leave those in the field. There's also things around here that you can enroll in programs for wildlife. And basically those rows you leave pheasants or deer or whatever can eat off that over the winter. So there's that question. Mm -hmm. Friends.
0: We occasionally leave some strips around the edges of the fields for wildlife, but we don't like file anything for like getting money or anything, but I know what you mean. And yes, she's absolutely right. If you have to file crop insurance, they have to come back out and see what you harvested basically. And so you have to leave, you can't use your records. You have to actually leave corn in the field or beans or whatever that looks like. So so that's why. Um, Okay. The, the uh, report, the marketing report came out today and it actually was um, really not that surprising, but beans are up hot uh, quite a bit. So markets aren't as horrible as they were. They're still not great,
1: but it's only They're due to other things. people's problems. Poor derecho and all that is, I know. And
0: just like the weather, Jordan was saying with all the northern states getting a frost or getting that really cold weather, like their beans just will stop growing. Some of them will. And um, it's just like when your corn, you know, gets really cold before it black layers or something like that. Like it's just, there's just stops the growing season is what it does.
1: Well, and their estimated bushels are way down from all the weather problems. Right. So
0: um, I think fall for us, it's supposed to be kind of a wet fall. And so we are going to just start kicking tail end into high gear as quick as we can. We're hoping that that's next week. Well, good. However, we can't even focus fully on 2020 because I already just purchased fertilizer prepay for 2021.
1: Yeah, that's coming so, in. Uh, hey, Jordan,
0: can you harvest that crop? Because... You're making me pay so much money.
1: I know. Or the minute after you get done with harvest, then come out those seed discounts and you have to already order a seed for next year.
0: Oh, I know. I haven't <laughs> even paid for my seed because we're on a program with uh, Pioneer and I'm paying for it here, you know, in the next couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to have to think
1: about seed choices. And we were talking about inputs and everything the other day and we were going through what we owed what we were gonna possibly make, and I'm like, we still owe some seed off of that program, so don't forget that one. But it's nice to have the discount interest for a whole year. Yep, yep, and
0: it's, yeah, it's one of those things. We take advantage of financing in a lot of different ways as farmers. We just do, like, you you, you almost have to. So.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the way we gamble. So how yes. about farm wife mentality prep?
0: Yeah. I think this is what's more relevant to the listeners is how are we going to make it through? And I will say Whitney and I, before recording this, we just talked about how we were having, you know, I said at the beginning, Whitney and I were having a little bit of a crab fest. So really
1: we're not starting out in the, in the best, uh, fueled Mm -mm. mindset.
0: (laughs) Mindset, So
1: so don't come here and think that Kylie and I are just killing it every day and We're rocking the mom life and the farm life because we're failing at all of it. Yeah,
0: we're surviving.
1: In so many ways, we fail. We just excel in other areas. So don't think that because it looks good, it's always good because it's not.
0: Right. Like we may have a kick butt meal and a great day one day and the next day, like it's like the house is on fire.
1: Fish sticks.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. I have no shame in feeding my kids peanut butter and jelly.
1: Me neither. So uh, before we start that off, understand we get the crap days. We get them. It's hard for us. I just talked with my sister-in-law about this. It's hard to be the running engine of the family, trying to keep everybody going in different directions. And then you kind of let yourself fail a little. Like, or like you don't have anyone to pump you up, like you pump everyone else up. So it gets to be hard. To be the supporter of everyone.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I know Jordan's stress levels are high, and mine are high for various reasons. We just have a lot going on on the farm with pigs and the get, getting ready for harvest and all the things put together, and um, the baby and COVID just hanging over everybody's head. Everything. And Jordan came home and was really upset. And I finally said, like, I my load is completely full tonight.
1: Like, <laughs> I can't take I the
0: not add one. I cannot be, I cannot even be the supporter. Like I cannot even, I just need you to go like eat some Cheetos and um, drink a beer or something.
1: (laughs) Have some chocolate and cry it out, (laughs) Jordan.
0: I will come back and I will listen and I will be in a better mood. But I'm like, I said, right now I was giving the kids a bath. I'm like, I cannot handle it. Like I cannot do bad right now.
1: Right. Or it's like one of those things where you just need to go to bed at seven and wake up fresh the next day.
0: Right. Because everything is worse when you're tired.
1: It is. It is. It's hard.
0: So if you can, if you have the capacity, you have to go into harvest season with a supportive, like open, laid back mentality. What will be, will be.
1: Go with the flow. That's what I, I did a post today and I said, I'm very type A. I love to plan. I'd like to be on top of things. But when I became a farm mom, I realized that goes right out the window. Right. You have to go with the flow, not sweat the small stuff, allow grace to everyone and to yourself and just let it be what it'll be.
0: Right. When I had our first child, it was like bedtime on time. We've talked about this so many times. He wouldn't sleep and any altercation in our plan and our schedule threw everything off. And so harvest was hard because um, you couldn't run like a late night meal or part or anything like that, because you were just, I felt like I was being held captive by my own child in the house. Mm -hmm, Um, But then, you know, as you go on, you realize, and looking back now, I'm like, wow, Kylie, chill the freak out. And now it's easy. Now it's just like, okay, we're going to be 30 minutes late for bedtime. Like no big deal. Of course the kids are older. That helps.
1: It's easier with each, it gets harder with each kid, but easier if that yep. makes any sense, because the seasons change and you learn new ways and your kids. I
0: wonder, I wonder if it's not that it gets easier, but that you just adjust to it easier. Yeah. Like I wonder if it, it's because it can't be any easier with each, With you're adding kids, like you're right. adding human beings to take care Maybe of. But
1: You're more confident in your ability. Probably. To rock it without having everything set perfect. Yeah. I think you're right. I think
0: it's, it's not that being a mom gets easier or that like Mm -hmm. your kids adding kids to the mix gets easier it's just like you just lay back a little bit and you relax and you realize that we're all going to survive and tomorrow will come
1: we're all going to survive even if you don't get a bath for the second night in a row those are the kind of things that I've had to realize
0: (laughs) right like dirty sheets I'll wash them that's going to be I'll wipe your face off before you go
1: to school right reset marker haven't trimmed your nails in a month, you're going to be okay. But man, you could pick that booger if you needed to.
0: <laughs> right. Reese had marker, like all over her face from last night. Cause we didn't, I didn't get it wiped off. It was like under her chin. Jordan goes, what happened to you this morning? She said, I mark on myself yesterday. And I'm like, yep. Proud mom moment right yeah. there. Hello to me, girl. Wipe that off.
1: <laughs> oh, that's perfect.
0: Okay. What else? Uh, take some time for yourself. If you, if you, if you possibly can, Like if you can't all day and you feel like all of your attention needs to be on the farm and your kids and cooking and cleaning and whatever you do to make your life go easier. Once you get your kids down, figure out to yourself, if it's more valuable to immediately go to bed and get the sleep or to stay up for 30 minutes or an hour and scroll through social media, if that makes you calm down or read a book or watch Yellowstone or whatever that looks like for you.
1: You just kind of have to gauge what you're feeling because two nights ago, I'm the total person that I do not go to bed when there's crap all over the floor. Like that just makes my mentality not good. So I was exhausted. I can't even tell you why I was so tired, but like there was a bunch of stuff at the bottom of the stairs and I started to pick something up and I just, out loud, I'm like, no, Whitney, it can wait for tomorrow. That is not going to hurt anything right there. So I just stopped myself and I went to bed and I just got it the next morning
0: I go back and forth on that like when I do actually pick everything up. I'm like yes Look at me winning and when I wake up. I'm like this is so nice
1: And then in 10 minutes, it's destroyed again
0: (laughs) But I don't have to have it all picked up to go to bed
1: Right. I just don't like crap on the floor or on the stairs. So I always have to have that I get it.
0: I totally get it
1: Yeah and I did, a, I did a blog post today. You can check it out. It's just some tips and some really good slow cooker recipes because I live off Crock-Pot from about now till November.
0: I need to look at that. I have the worst slow cooker.
1: Oh, but they're so crazy. good. There's like Chinese recipes, Mexican stuff. They're
0: like really good. Like I don't want to make something for freaking eight hours and no. it turned out to be nasty.
1: No, no, they're good. And this okay. is my suggestion. Don't just look at them click the button and print it so that you make it. I made myself do that. Otherwise, I just, I'll just i be like, gosh, what should I cook tonight? And then I have right. The recipes, right?
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and you can make yourself, like if you're not a fancy cookbook type person, like print a bunch of stuff off and put in a three-ring binder. Like that's a cookbook. Easy. You just made yourself a cookbook.
1: My mom does that and she has like, the, I hope that, no offense, mom, but one day when you pass, put me in the will for that three-ring binder. You got rocking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: least let me take it and copy it all.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like one of those four inch ones, three inch, and it's got the best recipes in it.
0: Right. Like I would, that's too much for me. I need much fewer choices.
1: Yeah. I like it. I need it. (laughs)
0: So we talked about going with the flow. It just day by day will change. For example, 2016, really every single year at some point something goes wrong. And so you go from literally running your um, butt off to Sitting and not doing anything, emotions will change when you break down or when you have are overwhelmed with your crop or whatever. Emotions change with your husband. Your emotions will change. Time, harvest time, does really weird things to people.
1: It does. It makes you an emotional basket case,
0: and it makes you tired. It just makes and you. It's tired.
1: okay. It's okay to feel all those things because I feel yeah. it, and Kylie feels it, and every woman in a harvest field or making meals or keeping children alive, fill it.
0: Right. And I, and I don't even like run equipment
1: and I don't want, I'm not degrading
0: myself. Like that doesn't mean what I'm doing is not important. I'm just saying you look at someone else like you, for example, who's out there with kids in the tractor. And then you're also doing all this other stuff, like huge pat on the back, back to you in the same breath, me, I'm not just doing our like farm books. I'm doing like Hog stuff, hog books, and then um, there's just—I can't even. Of course, I'm like, what else do I do? Hmm.
1: Um. <laughs> you move fields. You take meals. You do it, all it, still.
0: Yeah, I know. You so all your regular.
1: Effort. You do all your regular things, but deal with stress as well. Right,
0: like my life is so hard. Blah blah blah. My point to the whole conversation was that no matter what avenue of that farm wife life that you're living during harvest. I don't care if you literally are a stay at home mom. Your only job is to take care of those kids. You will be tired during harvest. Yeah. And That's I don't mean fun. only job lightly like Whitney and I get it. <laughs> yeah. Stay at home mom is hard as heck.
1: Yes, it is. Don't get us wrong. We feel blessed, Karen, but it's right. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And seriously, delighted. I'm going to link episode six. I think you should, I think we were much more uh, fluffy, much fluffy, like maybe more lovey dovey about the grace and stuff. And I still feel that all we're just, we're used to chatting with each other about the real, real.
0: Yeah. And, and I think if you've been here long, you know, that, you know, that we love the life that we live. We're not degrading what we do for a living. Um,
1: but it's, it's okay reality. for you. Yeah. It's okay for you out there to love your life and still struggle.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, grace, patience, understanding all Do the it. best you can. If you need to vent to someone, Whitney and I have, uh, emails and message boxes on our social media. Mm-hmm. I can't promise that we'll have all the time to get back to you immediately, but
1: we both suck at that
0: (laughs) with each other even our lives have been crazy
1: so i have a little um chalkboard thing that i like to write on and i've just had this one on there for several weeks and it says if you gave it your best then your best is enough and i think that is so related to harvest no doubt or any busy season if you guys are calving or whatever you're doing out there your best is enough if you gave it your best
0: so I guess that's really all we have. I'm sure we could have thought a lot harder and offered a lot more tips and tricks. Um, get your crock pots ready. Go to Whitney's website. Whatever you do for fields, try to off, be that ear or that shoulder to lean on for your husband.
1: But take care of yourself at the same time.
0: Yes. Yes. Like you cannot pour from an empty well or whatever that saying is. That's empty glass, I guess. You don't really mm. pour from a well. But you know what I mean? Right. Paint your nails, take a bath, whatever that looks like for you.
1: Yep. Text a friend, get a hold of someone, tell them you need to vent.
0: Yeah, get on Zoom and complain about your life for five minutes before you have something to do. Sounds good to me.
1: Mm, turns out that's what we do. Okay, our quote for today.
0: Listen closely because this is a good one. Patience is not passive waiting. Patience is active acceptance of the process required to attain your goals and dreams. From Ray A. Davis. That's good. Yeah, especially harvest. Like you wait all this time, you're being patient, then it's time to actually like harvest. It's the same thing with just our attitudes and how we react to situations, especially during this crazy, busy time of our life.
1: Crazy, blessed, busy time. We're here for it. Hey, till next time. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on
0: Instagram at farm wife guru and at the grateful farm wife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest farm wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app.
1: We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.